Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Healing Life Wisdom. I'm Tiffany Windsor. And I'm Candice Liccioni. On this episode, we'll be talking about eating healthy by including fruit in your diet. It's food for the soul. Anthony William, the author of five books, which include The Medical Medium, Life-Changing Foods, Thyroid Healing, Liver Rescue, and his new book, Celery Juice, tells, the, tells us that fruit is one of the holy four, fruits, vegetables, herbs and spices, and wild foods. We are not eating as much fruit as we once did or as much as we should be eating. Because of the sugar issues we all face in our American diet, we have let the fear of sugar become what Anthony Williams calls fruit fear. We want to lessen our sugar intake, and we feel that fruit sugar is bad for us. This is because we associate fruit sugar with high fructose corn syrup, processed cane syrup, sugar, sorry, sucrose, lactose, and other sweeteners and sugars. People are being told fruit isn't good for you because it has sugar in it. The sugar in fruit is not to blame for illness. It is not the same kind of sugar. Fruit in its whole form is full of water, fiber, and rich pulp and is really good for you. Fruit consumption has declined in recent years. In the year 2000, each American consumer ate an average of 287 pounds of fruit each year, and by 2012, it had dropped to 245 pounds. That's a drop of 15%. A pound of processed sugar is a pound of processed sugar. Fruit, however, does not have that much sugar in it. Fruits are made up of living waters, minerals, vitamins, proteins, fat, other nutrients, pulp, fiber, antioxidants, pectin, and a fraction of sugar. So here's an interesting fact. Apparently, fruit affects fertility. Fertility depends on the fructose and glucose that occurs naturally in fruit, as well as the phytochemicals bonded to those sugars. A woman's reproductive system relies on dozens of anti-tumor, anti-cancer, antioxidants, as well as polyphenols, bioflavonoids, disease-stopping pectin, vitamins, and minerals. There's also been a lot of talk regarding eating fruits and vegetables out of season. Anthony William feels that it has its pluses and that fruit transported from other places are getting a bad rap. People have stopped eating fruit that doesn't line up with the growing season where they live. You need to think about eating fruit all year long, even if it's grown far away, as you need the different kinds of fruit to stay healthy. Another misconception is if a fruit is picked early and unripe, it's not good. Truth is, if it's fruit were truly picked too early to have nutritional value, it would never ripen at all and be inedible. Fruit trees and plants have a built-in base of information, and once they log in enough hours in the growing season and the growing conditions are right, the fruits start their ripening phase, and at this time can it be picked and still ripen and nourish your body. So, Candace, that's interesting information because I have heard there's been discussion about these fruits that are grown in other countries. They pick them what is considered early so that they don't ripen in transport, and then they arrive here and 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 so Anthony William says that we should not be concerned about that, is is what you're saying. That's right, because I've heard that too. And, and living on the East Coast, 
it never worked because I think the thing is, like, you should eat fruit and vegetables grown within 100 miles of where you live. Well, in the winter in the East Coast, there's not going to be any fruit available. Right, right. So it it never worked for me on that point, and I, I thought, well, okay, and I tried it for a while, but it just doesn't work. And he's saying, you know, pay no attention to that now. The Eating mm-hmm. fruit is much more important than eating local fruit, which it mm-hmm. is only in season. Some of it's only in season for a very short time. Some of the fruits he recommends, like cherries and different things, you know, they have a, an apricot, so a very short season. Right. So you would, you know, have to stuff a lot of apricots in at once. That doesn't do as much good as <laughs> eating apricots all year long. Okay. And, um, well. Yeah, he also says, like, if you're on vacation or you travel a lot, you're always eating fruits and, you know, vegetables that are not in your local area. So I think it's something we've been told that's not necessarily pertinent anymore. Okay, good good to know. So fruit is anti-disease. Fruit has properties that soothe your adrenal glands, strengthen your entire endocrine system, repair your vascular system, restore your liver, and revitalize your brain. Fruit is best eaten by itself or paired with raw vegetables, especially leafy greens. Now, this is because your stomach digests fruits and raw vegetables quickly and easily. In contrast, protein, fat, complex carbs, and cooked veggies take a relatively long time to digest. So if you eat fruit with these, it will be stuck in your stomach waiting its turn. So... That was interesting to me, Candace, to see that that he threw in cooked veggies into that. That was a surprise. Yes, I hadn't really thought about that or heard about that. Um, I know that you know you're not you're supposed to eat certain fruit with other food because it fruit is much more easily digested and it goes through your system faster. You don't want it sitting there with things that take a long time to uh, digest. Right. So while this does no harm to you know combine your food like this, it can create gas and other discomfort. I've always heard also that you should eat melons by themselves as they are so easy to digest and you get more out of them if they aren't sitting in your stomach with other food. Fruit, this is important, fruit does not feed cancer. It is anti-cancer. You know, we read about sugar does feed cancer. This processed sugar does, but fruit does not feed cancer. Fruit fights cancer more effectively than any other food. Vegetables fight cancer, but uh, only a quarter as well as fruit. Cancer and other diseases feed on every food that isn't a fruit or vegetable. Not only does fruit fight cancer, it kills all types of viruses and bacteria. Certain fruits like bananas, wild blueberries, apples, and papaya are the most powerful natural destroyers of viruses on earth. Fruit is also vital to gut health. Pectin in apples and the skin and pulp of figs and dates are exceptionally effective at killing and or clearing out anything that doesn't belong in your intestinal tract, including fungi, candida, worms, and parasites. Fruit also does not hinder the liver, which I think people think it does. Almost all liver diseases are protein and fat-related because the viruses thrive on protein and fat. It's just that so many fatty foods are also bad in high processed sugar. It's not just obvious foods like cakes and ice cream, but it's also whole milk, hamburgers on a bun, french fries drenched in oil, and ketchup, which is full of sugar. We're eating less fruit as a society and more protein and fat. Longevity is a popular term now. There's one 
there's only one food group that has the ability to grant us longer life. You guessed it, it's fruit. Alzheimer's, dementia, memory loss, and neurological diseases such as Parkinson's can be prevented by fruit, according to Anthony William. Fruit not only helps prevent these diseases, but prevents oxidation, which is the process that ages us. We need to eat foods rich in antioxidants like wild blueberries, which is also the top fruit for health. These blueberries are the most antioxidant-rich food available. They can prevent and reverse disease. They are the most powerful brain food. We should be eating tons of them. <laughs> uh, wild blueberries are more nutritious than their cul cultivated cousins, which are called high bush blueberries. Both are nutritious, but wild blueberries are the best. Anthony Williams' book, Life-Changing Foods, has a listing of the top fruits, vegetables, wild foods, and herbs and spices. If you are interested to find out in detail how great fruits and veggies are for you, please pick up and read this book. There are 18 fruits in this book. Check out what each fruit offers you in the way of nutrients, which conditions it treats, which symptoms it treats, the emotional support it offers, and the spiritual lesson it teaches. Each fruit listing has a wonderful recipe included, so eating healthy can be good for you as well as yummy. I wanted to step back and talk about wild blueberries for a moment because you go, well, where do I get wild blueberries? But they are available frozen at Trader Joe's here in California. Where have you found them in the east, on the eastern coast? Um, my local supermarket, which is Safeway, has a huge bag of wild blueberries in their freezer section. They have lots of organic fruits, but they, they carry um, a wonderful su uh, supply of anything that, that um, uh, on some frozen that you wouldn't normally get. Cherries, like I said, cherries are a short season. Mm -hmm. They have organic frozen cherries and wild blueberries and all these um, fruits that sometimes are hard to um, have all year long. Mm -hmm. But the wild blueberries, because they're blown, I think I, he talks about, Anthony Williams talks about them being um, grown in Maine, but I think you talked at one point in Canada also. I think that the those that are packaged for Trader Joe's, it says on the label it's okay. Canada. And uh, he he was always, Anthony Williams was talking about Maine. So there's a season for him, too, and so it's not a season that you would, you know, be able to get wild blueberries in most places. So um, I'm sure that um, if Safeway has them, many other supermarkets have them. And also on Anthony Williams' website, he also gives you a source for wild blueberry powder that you can add to your smoothies. But yeah. uh, I find just putting the frozen blueberries into my smoothie works great. So uh, absolutely, it's very easy to add all of the uh, fruits into your diet that he talks about. So, Candice, you know me. I always like to take a look, go online and see, okay, if we're very pro-fruit, what are they saying about, you know, what are the, the bad things about fruit? So at Healthline.com, they report that even though fruit is healthy, as we've just talked about, for most people, there are some reasons why others may need to avoid it. One is intolerance. For example, eating fruit can cause digestive symptoms in people with an intolerance to FODMAPs. Now, I had to go look up to see what that meant, so here we go. FODMAP stands for fermentable oligo, dimono, saccharides, and polyols. <laughs> so what is that? These are short-chain carbs that are resistant to digestion. Instead of being absorbed into your bloodstream, they reach the far end of your intestine where most of your gut bacteria reside. My guess, and we'll talk about a little bit more, Candy, I want you to, to jump in on this, is that, um, so let me read here, the common FODMAPs include fructose, 
um, lactose fructans. Now that's in many foods, including grains like wheat, spelt, rye, barley, galactans, which is found in legumes, and polyols, which is sugar alcohols like xylitol, sorbitol, maltitol, and mannitol. And uh, they're found in some fruits and vegetables and often used as sweeteners. So what this does is that uh, I, I think we were talking about this may be something to do with irritable bowel syndrome, right, Candace? That's what we were somehow brought that into the conversation. So right. we must have seen it somewhere in our research. So it's right. So it does say in here that um, about 14% of people in the U.S. have IBS, and that the low FODMAP diet has mostly been studied in patients with IBS. So that's where I did pick up that okay. information. But Anthony William has a different take on this. Well, you know, there's conventional and there's all kinds of other people out there. Um, and Anthony Williams um, has a whole idea that, that's totally different from conventional medicine. And mm -hmm. most people that have the, the digestive problems, uh, IBS and um, Leaky, Leaky gut. gut and all that um, are not getting cured. They're just being medicated to stop the pain or whatever. And, some, and so he has a different idea what's behind it. So if you do have any of those conditions, it would be interesting to go read his book and, and look at his viewpoint of, of perhaps the conventional medicine is not heading in the right direction if you're not getting um, cured of things. And so right. he has a lot of suggestions of where this might come from rather than what you're being told. So um, definitely look into it if you have, you know, issues with eating fruit or you have any of those food maps or whatever that was. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, um, there's other things to look into. And um, I know I did talk to a lady that came in the shop that, that had a really bad acid reflux. And so we went through the whole thing about how your, in, your digestive system works in your stomach and all this. And, and all they're doing is medicating her. They're not doing anything else, and every time she complains, they give her more medication, which makes it worse. So I well, do. and you're not, they're not getting to the emotional reason behind it. Right, right. They're not dealing with anything. So he, the beauty of Anthony Williams, he's dealing with it on so many different levels. Mm -hmm. And I think if you start to understand how your whole system works, because the people that even have irritable bowel or acid reflux do not really understand how that whole system works. And you know, you said, well, don't eat this or don't do that, but there's so much more to it, and I think you could really heal yourself if you read everything, the emotional, the, the you know, alternative right. ideas of, of healing all the digestive issues. So um, we just wanted to put, you know, in for the people who think they can't eat fruit or some that may not be able to eat fruit, but maybe there's other things they can do right. besides, you know, medication that's not working for them. Right. So the other thing, there's a lot of talk about this. The other reason... Uh, that you might want to avoid fruit is being on a very low-carb or ketogenic diet. Everybody's talking about keto these days. The main goal of these diets is to reduce carb intake sufficiently for the brain to start using mostly ketone bodies for fuel instead of glucose. For this to happen, it's necessary to restrict carbs to under 50 grams per day, sometimes all the way down to 20 to 30 grams. Given that just a single piece of fruit can contain more than 20 grams of carbs, it's obvious that fruits are inappropriate for such a diet. Even just one piece of fruit per day could easily knock you out of ketosis. I, I think we have to have a whole other discussion about keto diets. And um, 
because there's a lot of people on both sides of the fence on that. So uh, I I just would caution everyone to really do their, their research yes, on I, I, I did read about it because I didn't know what it was, and what I read alarmed me. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to do those, make sure you really check it out and, and, and get all the pros and cons because I thought it sounded not good for you. <laughs> It certainly doesn't so sound good levels. for your heart. I know, but yeah. right. I, I, if you can just bring in some really good balance to your diet and yeah. knock off these fast foods, I um, think that you can have your proteins. You know, you can have some of right. the the really clean meats and and your fruits and vegetables. But you know, I can't. I, I'm not going to preach too much about this because everybody has to make their own choice but right again uh, when it says it's a diet then again that puts you in a mental place of dieting so when you get off right. this diet you're going to go back and eat differently so it it seems like one of those diet cycles that you know it works for a while and then it doesn't work because it's a diet it's mm-hmm. like you said balanced balanced everything right not letting go of this and that and i mean like Fruit carbs and, and other carbs, are, to me, are not the same. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and so. I've absolutely been told that when there have been times in the past where I didn't have the right balance. And it was like, no, it's okay to eat fruit. And so I wish I had had Anthony Williams' book back then so that I didn't eliminate fruit um, because of a candida issue. And it's like, no, that wasn't the problem. So, well, I did the same yeah. thing because they always said that that's what you had to do with Candida, and then it, right. we can go on a whole thing about him and Candida because <laughs> he does not believe in that right. in the way it's presented. And right. I stayed off fruit for years, and I have trouble eating fruit now because I, I didn't eat it for years. Mm-hmm. I forget sometimes. i got to put fruit every day, you know, every meal. It needs to be fruit, right. and the refrigerator's full of it, but I don't always think of it because in my mind, the, all those years of brainwashing, you can't eat fruit. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Yes. I have to reverse right. that. Absolutely, eat as much fruit as you can. So, so, is, um, so here's right. Here's the bottom line: fruit is healthy for most people. While excessive sugar intake can be harmful, this doesn't apply to whole fruits. Rather, they are real food, real food, high in nutrients and satisfyingly filling. A lot of people think that fruit's not filling, but it is. There's great fibers in there. If you can tolerate fruit and you're not on a low-carb or ketogenic diet, by all means, eat fruit. Try eating more whole fruits as part of a healthy, real foods-based diet to enjoy their health benefits. I, I don't think there's much more we can say about it, Candace. right? I don't think so either. I think people just have to do some research and understand that what they've been taught necessarily in the past isn't true. So to, to go and do some education on what you're eating and what you're not eating and maybe some of the information you're basing your diet on isn't correct anymore. So is it the new celery juice book that goes, which is the book of Anthony Williams that lists the 18 fruits? Do you know? Oh, it's the life-changing foods. Life-changing foods. There you go. Yes. So yes. that's the one where it specifically talks about. Talks about you know, I, I didn't count the other ones, but in the fruit section okay. of his book, he goes into 18 fruits and exactly what they do and how they, they help your health. And um, you will never look at fruit the same way once you read his book. It's absolutely life-changing. I didn't have a well, lot of respect for fruit before. <laughs> I know. There, now we do, and I, I eat a lot of fruit. When I go to my local health food store or the farmer's market, I'm always checking out whatever foods they have. I do have to say, I went to, I was at Whole Foods the other day, and I walked in, and they had 
the, Can I stop you, Tiffany? Yes. You have really got an echo. Bad. Okay. Do I still have it? Um, talk a little more. Let's see. Can you hear me now? Now I can hear you, yeah. Okay. So I went into Whole Foods the other day, and when you walk into my store, the fruits and uh, veggies are right there. And I was looking at a, an orange-looking fruit that was sitting by the nectarines, and I thought, well, is this some sort of hybrid nectarine? And they were big. They were big, like the size of a really healthy nectarine. They were apricots. And oh. I was stunned because I thought something's wrong with these. They <laughs> they should have been smaller. They should have had more color to them. And it was a little scary for me to see what they're doing, which brings to mind they are doing, and I'm not saying that these are at Whole Foods, they are doing some genetically modified apples. So, And apparently not all of them are labeled properly. So be careful of whatever grocery store that you're at to see if you can figure out because that's apparently happening with fruit. These apricots looked very odd to me. And, and again, you know, when we were kids and we'd pick up this fruit, it would smell so beautiful. And now when I pick up all of these fruits, the, the peaches, the nectarines, the apricots, they have no scent to them. Yeah, that's interesting because I bought apricots this week at Safeway, and they were orange, and they were the right size, and they were delicious yes. right. and had scent. <laughs> Okay, so just because it's labeled at the grocery store that this is an apricot, don't be fooled, because I don't know what was going on. And there was a woman who walked up next to me who said, what are these? And there was no sign. I said, I'm quite sure these are apricots. So, and I said, something's very wrong. And then she just went on her way. And <laughs> I went on my way. And so next time I go in, I'm going to take a closer look at them. So... Uh, be sure that you have a really good source and smell them before you buy them. They should have a beautiful aroma to them, and that's going to help you know that that they're ripe and they're fresh. Yeah, that's a good 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 help for everyone. <laughs> for more information, we invite you to go to healinglifewisdom.com. Click on Blog Archives, and you can find a post that Candace and I wrote on today's topics over the past months. And check out the links to the Healing Life Wisdom On Demand podcast, just like this one. Also, follow us on Twitter at Healing Life 444 or Facebook at Healing Life Wisdom. And keep this discussion going by sharing our links with your friends and family. It's so important that we share on our path, we all share on our path to wellness. I'm Tiffany Windsor. And I'm Candice Leccioni, and this is Healing Life Wisdom. Have a fabulous, joyful, and fruit-filled, healthy week. Thanks for listening.